to another episode of Club C47. I am Sally Dar, one of your loyal hosts. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm feeling pretty loyal today, too. Any reason in particular or just just feeling loyal? I don't don't know. It's July. We finally made it halfway through 2020. And so I think I just need a new change of like attitude going into the second half of the year. That's a, that's a good attitude to have. We also have a special guest today. Haley, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Haley. Um, I am from Sally Dyer's from Tulane, and I also studied film at Tulane with her. And yeah. yeah. Where in the world are you right now? I am at my parents' house in Orange County, California. Uh, should I tell why I'm here? Yeah. So I work on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. And uh, you probably can guess that is not the optimal place to be working right now. So I am stuck here until something goes right again with the world. Yeah. Your Corona, uh, like your beginning of quarantine story is actually one of the more interesting ones because you just started <laughs> your job on a cruise ship and then a few days in, they weren't allowing guests yeah. on the boat, right? So you just kind of had the boat right. to yourself, like sunbathing, right? Yeah, I just... I had just transferred departments and had literally just gotten on board for my new contract. I had the most incredible six-month itinerary lined up. I was so excited. And four days into my contract, they were like, hey, by the way, we're going on a cruising pause. So we did one 10-day cruise, got rid of all the passengers, and then I was in the Bahamas for 20 days just with the crew and then open bar and chilling in the Bahamas. Yeah. And I had to fly home from Miami to LA and then do two weeks of quarantine. Yeah, that, that was crazy because it was like you were in your house, but you and your sister were like on separate sides of the yeah. room. But- <laughs> I had to wear a mask and gloves and wipe everything down. And it was exciting. Yeah. Well, it's, ac- it's actually funny because so Haley and I went to undergrad together and like, who do you know that goes after college and studies film and then goes and works on a boat? But we both went to go work on boats, and it was just, like, the weirdest coincidence. Like, why? <laughs> when she first started saying that she worked on a boat, I was like, wait, did you guys work on the same boat? Because I knew Sally Dar also worked on a boat right after graduating. It started, like, right at the same time. Tragically, yeah. only one of us had a good experience. <laughs> yeah. Like well, it was funny, too, because a lot, like, we worked on in different like settings but we could relate on a lot of things like oh like when you know this happens or when you're underway like in this I don't know we could relate on certain things but then we also had like kind of different experiences and you can't walk around without any pants on yeah (laughs) oh yeah I remember that yeah that is the worst thing about working on a boat you can't like walk to the kitchen without pants no it's upsetting. But anyways, yeah, so Haley, uh, we had her fill out one section of the bracket that we are doing right now. So we thought maybe we could talk about what you picked. Yeah, so for anyone who is just tuning in and didn't hear about it, we have started the best TV opening credits bracket. So you all to get online and make a prediction. And we also had our first round of voting this week. And so on this episode, we are going to reveal which TV shows will be on to the next round. And we'll reveal some of the people currently in the lead for the bracket. So very exciting stuff. And uh, just to remind you, I did a comedy section. Sally Dar did a drama section. And Haley did a comedy section. So I can just, I have it right here so I can just read off. To remind everyone, the comedies that Haley picked is she picked 
community, Scrubs, Freaks and Geeks, What We Do in the Shadows, Please Like Me, Arrested Development, That 70s Show, and Bob's Burgers. And that was in just the order of the matchups, not necessarily the order of her preference. So I tried to do something kind of interesting. Yeah, we love uh, it. Yeah, just take us through your thought process. Like, when I asked you this question, like, what was, what was your first reaction? It was immediate blank. I don't know any of the shows that I like to watch. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I've never seen an episode of anything ever in my life. I, I basically went through my Netflix history and checked out what I had seen and then did some, like, looked on YouTube and saw what some of those were. Um, some of my favorites that I want to talk about, that 70s show, I don't know if you guys, have you seen that? Yes. I okay. it. So the opening, the, uh, the opening actually is a, a song that's by Big Star. The original song was by Big Star, who's one of my favorite bands ever. Um, and ironically, they had like very few fans in the 70s when they were actually making music. And then they did this opening and now they're pretty popular. So that's uh that's one of my favorites because I like the music, but it's also just so much fun and teenager fun, you know, makes you feel nostalgic and whatever. What else? What else? What else? Talk about a Please Like Me a little bit. Please Like Me is an Australian show. It's on uh, Hulu. And they the guy who created it also has another show recently. Um, Everything's Okay, I think it's called. Oh, so, so I, I, I heard guy, it this one's his original show, uh, like one of his first things. And basically they just, they have the same song and every episode is named after a different kind of food. And during the theme song, he's like cooking that food and singing along to the song and it has the, t- the um, credits go over that. And I just think it's so much fun and cute. And I would like to do something like that if I was making a show. I don't want like the, Yeah. No, I like that when, like, a show kind of different, like, every episode is slightly different or every season is slightly different. I think it's really fun. Like, there is some cohesion, but it's... Because you said the the food changes every episode. Right. That's so fun. I I would do something like that. It's really cute. Yeah. It's really cute. And it's uh, just kind of fun and, like, he's dancing along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched it. (laughs) Yeah. Freaks and Geeks. Are you a hardcore Freaks and Geeks fan? You definitely are. I love Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I didn't know that there was only the one season when I first started watching it. Oh, really? I was so excited. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, like, I got really into it, and then I went to hit the next button, the next episode button, and there was no more, and it was so tragic. Because so I feel like, I mean, the reason I knew about it is because people are mad that there's only one season. So when I first right. heard about it, it was like this whole thing it's where it's like, like cult classics. Yeah, and it like ended too early. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Have you read, they've done, like, like what they wanted to do with the characters if it had been continued. Yeah. And it's such a like, stacked cast. It's crazy. It's wild. It's so good. Yeah. Lindsay Phillips is now one of my favorites. Lindy, Linda Cardinelli, like, so much strange, and it's just not acknowledged enough. Yeah. Um, I, it was just, I think it was a Judd Apatow series yeah. or he had, yeah, he had something to do with it. And so I think that it, it was like genius before it was, it came before its Absolutely. time. Like if it had been a few years, it probably would have stuck around. What we do in the shadows. I watched the movie recently, which I think I talked about it on this podcast before, but I haven't watched the show. It's, um, it's made by the same crew, but it's a different, I think it's like, it's, it's not one of those laugh out loud kind of 
comedies for me, but I think it's like fun and kind of clever. And um, I really like the opening sequence because it's got like, I mean, it's got images of the vampires in various times and like, like we've got the punk rocks in the seventies and it's the same people. And then I just think it's kind of cutesy and fun, but also like, yeah i loved the movie so i should watch the show it's really good right yeah i gave it five stars on letterboxd it's so good okay can we talk about letterboxd for two seconds yeah you brought it up we had i hosted trivia for some of our film class last weekend oh wait yeah you need to tell andrew about this because andrew hosted a trivia thing for like our film friends okay yeah well because that's what I do on the ships is I host events and trivias. So I've got all these trivia games created. So I was like, let's do a trivia. This would be fun. Happy hour. Let's all have a drink and do like a pub trivia. And then Sally Dar brought up Letterboxd. And all of a sudden I started getting like 8 million followers from that thing. <laughs> I literally haven't used it since I was, I think since junior year of college. Christian showed it to me. Then I was supposed to be writing a paper and used it to procrastinate and went through for like four hours straight just liking movies. And I have literally not used it since then. Wow. Andrew like, showed it to me. <laughs> yeah, I convinced Sally Dar to, to get it. And then Sally Dar has been very vocal about Letterboxd. I, vocal. It's all I talk about. Well, I'm the one that brought it up during <laughs> trivia. I was like, hey guys, who's on Letterboxd? <laughs> Everybody was like, please shut up. It's the best. I promise. I'm not interesting. Uh, you need to get back into it. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, just had to put that in there real quick. Yeah. Wait, moving on real quick with a question for both of you. When, like, I like, like we were talking about some of, like, your introductions. I feel like some of them are very long and then some of them are short. And so I'm kind of curious, like, do you guys prefer, like, longer intros or do you guys like the shorter ones better? Haley? Uh, I'm, like, super ADHD, like, very much so. TV has to interest me very quickly, otherwise I'm out. Um, so I like a short intro. I can appreciate if it's well done, but I'm not going to sit through a long intro. Yeah. And I, I, I think most of the intros on here are probably, like, longer than, like, more. Than you guys, have, who chose Succession? Me. Oh, Sally Park did. That one? drives me crazy are you serious wow you're gonna get some backlash from me and andrew right now <laughs> it's nothing about the show it's nothing about like it, i understand that it's well done but it's just so long okay so well long. what are your opinions on game of thrones i've literally never watched um, a show Okay, well, I feel like we yeah, could, we talked about HBO long. intros in our, last week, and HBO okay. intros do tend to be longer and, like, more involved and, like, honestly, like a little mini-movie in itself, I you could argue. Um, or, like, it tells a story, like, in sure. a, a minute or so. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's not your style. Not at all. Yeah. I, I like the shorter ones, too, because, like... It's just, like, it's just, like, we were talking about, like, last week, like, they're just in your face and really quick, like, Barry, for example, on HBO, big red letters, or The Good Place, it turns to a green screen, it just has a title, where that's, like, really nice, and I think that's the hard thing about, like, videos, intros, and I think, like, even with our, like, voters, I can see, like, people are paying also really close attention to, like, the song that's being played, and I think a lot of people, not even were, like, 
thinking of the intro, but they were thinking of the song. For example, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Great intro, great song, but I think people voted more for the song because they know the words to the song than, like, was it some Waverly really Place, where also it's an interesting intro, but, like, who knows the exact words to that song all the time. Or, like, Friends, when it's like, I'll be there for you. And then I think it's, like, if you're familiar with the song, you're more likely to vote for it in this bracket than, like, the intro itself. I yeah, that's how, I, that's how I feel about looking at the votes and the results. Yeah, and we can reveal the results right now if we want to. But another thing before we reveal it that I want to say is we talked about last week how it's really important to separate the intro from the actual thoughts on the show. And what I, from what I can tell, people are just picking um, shows that most people have seen. And AKA, I have beef with the fact that Weeds did not move forward. Oh. People probably didn't watch the intro, is what I'm saying. I watched the intro. It was pretty, it was pretty good. I, I don't know how I was your number one, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Uh, it's so good. Okay, do we want to I, reveal? I, yeah, yeah. I do agree that I think a lot of votes did come from, like, what you know. And so, like, as it gets a little more, like, tighter the rounds, it'd be really cool for y'all to actually, like, watch the intro if you have yeah. the time. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, on my side of the bracket, we had Friends versus Sex in the City, and the one moving on will be Friends. And then we have Wizards of Waverly Place versus Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and the one moving on will be Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And then That's So Raven versus The Adams Family, and the one moving on will be That's So Raven. And then Bojack Horseman versus Gilligan's Island, and the winner is Bojack Horseman. And so Real quick before I move on, next week we have Friends versus Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I think is going to be a really, really tough call for a lot of That's people. crazy. And, and I think it's because both intros are so good and both songs are so memorable. I yeah. think that's honestly, that's going to be hard. Do you guys have any quick guesses on that one? I'll be voting for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, personally. That's who I hope. I think I have to watch them online again first. Andrew is such a friend stan and he hasn't seen Fresh Prince Bel Air, so you're gonna say friends, aren't you? Well, but, I mean, I've seen both <laughs> intros. Yeah. I, like, I, I mean, this was my diet for Friends is number one. Yeah. So. Wait, like you're a fan of Friends the show? I do like Friends the show, yes. Oh, Haley made a face for all of our listeners that can't see. Continuing <laughs> <laughs> on, anyways. Anyways, okay. And so Haley's side, we had Community versus. Scrubs, and the one moving forward is Community, and then Freaks and Geeks versus What We Do in the Shadows, and the one moving on is Freaks and Geeks, and then Please Like Me versus Arrested Development with Arrested Development moving on, and The 70s Show versus Bob's Burgers, and The 70s Show is moving on. And with this side, Haley, we had a lot of closed calls, so Community and Scrubs, it was a, a very close Though, and then Freaks and Geeks versus What We Do in the Shadows, also very close though. So, All right. it, it's nice that like there isn't a clear answer to your side of the bracket yet. So, I'm curious who's going to move on. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting uh... I will see, Please Like Me versus Arrested Development is another example where I feel like people probably, like I thought, please, I voted for Please Like Me. I really liked the intro and I've seen Arrested Development and yeah. I still voted for Please Like Me that I haven't seen. I... I kind of wish, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not calling out our listeners, but. Yeah, it's very easy. And like the voting for Please Like Me versus Arrested Development was 91% said Arrested Development and 9% said Please Like yeah. Me. Arrested Development is good. 
but I, please like me with such a fun intro. I don't know. I feel like people probably didn't go watch it. Guys, come on. <laughs> I don't mean to call you out. <laughs> yeah, but although she does. We want this brand to be fun, but y'all have to make sure. Like, I mean, that's what you guys want. Meet yourselves. Yes. And this applies to everything that's going on right now, not just the bracket. Exactly. <laughs> we have social media for a reason. Utilize it. Google. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So Sally Dar's side, we have the dramas. So Weeds versus Sopranos, and the Sopranos moved on. Then Big Little Lies versus Dexter, and Big Little Lies moved on. Laguna Beach versus the OC, and the OC moved on. And then Secession versus Skins, and Secession moved on. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, all of these make sense to me. I already voiced my opinion on the Weed Sopranos thing. I love the Weeds intro. Big Little Lies versus Dexter. Now, I think I, I ranked Big Little Lies above Dexter, but I personally like the Dexter intro, but I also think the Big Little Lies one is more approachable, the Dexter one. So I get that. Laguna Beach OC, that one was going to be a close call. The votes were decently close, 43 versus 57, and the OC went forward. I personally voted for the OC as well. Secession versus Skin, Secession moved forward. Love it. Um, I think Secession could take it all. I voted for Laguna Beach. I you really did? Like wow. So, so I was kind of surprised that one did move on. I'm going to be really honest, you guys. I did not vote in this. That is <laughs> oh, so fine. Don't worry about it. Whole bracket. You know what? Well, it's exciting. It gets you motivated to vote next week. There we yeah. go. <laughs> and then um, final section is Christian's side. And Christian will be on next week, hopefully. Um, if you're listening, Christian, hit me up. And so we have True Detective Season 1 versus Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad is moving on. The Walking Dead versus Mad Men, and Mad Men is moving on. Game of Thrones versus House, and Game of Thrones is moving on. And American Horror Story versus Stranger Things, and Stranger Things is moving on. Wow. American Horror Story should have moved forward. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. I, I realize you really do like... I love the American Horror Story intro. <laughs> I mean, they, they're different every season, but I always think they're so fun. That music is just haunting. <laughs> I think the four picked on that side are pretty... Like, I, I would have guessed all four of them would have been. Dude, they're very... Like, I think all of their intros are pretty recognizable. Yeah. Who do we think is going to win between Game of Thrones and Stranger Things? I think Game of Thrones will win. Yeah, and, I do too. Um, I like people know the music more. They're more likely to like jam out to a Game of Thrones song. Stranger Things. I love the Stranger Things intro. I think it's beautifully crafted, and like, like the coloring and all that. But Game of Thrones is just so much work into it. And if you're, and like we said, there's some voters out there who are not voting based on intro, but maybe it's not show. And like Game of Thrones, dude, that one had the best win. That's something to take note. So Game of Thrones. Um, got ninety percent of votes. Oh, okay. and then the rest of development got ninety one percent. Yeah. So those were the two that did pretty well this week, as well as Fresh Prince of Bel Air got eighty nine percent. So those are those are three you should be looking out for coming forward. And then just for fun, our top we have two people in first place. Is we have a bracket called I Have Never Seen the Show, But I'm Not Wrong. And that is by our friend John Thompson. Oh my god, so, John! I'm so glad yeah, you voted. 
So, John, you are currently in the lead. And then also tied for first with 15 out of 16 is a bracket called Let's See Who Has Taste. And that is created by my friend, Libby Glenn. So, Libby, if you're listening, congratulations. You are currently in first. So, oh, my God. I love supportive friendships, guys. Wow. Thank you for voting. Of course, John is in first. I should have known. (laughs) He is always just coming out on top. This this is the first round. There's still so much left to be in play, you know? Yeah. So, I'm curious, moving forward, what's going to win. I think a lot of people think friends... Um, first fresh Prince of Bel Air is going to be the game changer on this next round. Yeah, and that's probably the most difficult one. I, and I think Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, like you said, also could be. Mm, I feel like, that, yeah. But I don't really think so. Yeah. Community and Freaks and Geeks, I don't know which way that will go because I feel like a lot of people have seen Community, but like Freaks and Geeks has such a strong following, so I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I, okay, yeah. yeah. I guess that's enough of bracket talk for now. Um, if you want to vote, you can go on my Twitter at avenhuston15. You can also hit up both of us separately if you're real with us, if you know who we are. That is all you should know in terms of how to vote. And so next week we will reveal the Elite Eight. If I'm correct. Yeah. And so. Very fun. Exciting. Yeah. We shall see. Um, but yeah, we'll share it on Twitter, Instagram, the usual stuff. And, you know, now I'm betting on Bojack Horseman and John Thompson winning it all. <laughs> Those are now my picks. I'm rooting for John. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't have Bojack Horseman in their top four, though, I will say. I was kind of surprised. So since we said, we're about a little over halfway through our show, which is good. And so we can talk a little bit about uh, watch recommendations. I'm really curious for you, Haley, because you said... You um, did film studies at Tulane, and so yeah. I had to like kind of like some films you watched in class inspired you, and like what are you watching now? People want to know. Oh god. Okay. Um, I'm gonna name my favorite three movies because that's gonna kind of tell you how ridiculous I take. My top three movies are Almost Famous, Clueless, and Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. So I kind of. I don't know, I got into it with my dad about this the other day because he doesn't like the scientific kind of movies that I like. My thing about film is that it doesn't always necessarily have to say something super important. I think that the big thing about it is that it's it's an escape. It's taking you out of your world and putting you into another world. And sometimes just being entertaining is enough. Um, so that's kind of been my, that's my taste in movies and what I like to watch is just kind of like something fun I like I don't want to have to think about like there's so much shit going on in the world anyways I don't want to have to then during my free time think about it even more and I understand the importance of like showing things in media and all of that but I like to have fun so what did we watch in school you know, just jumping in, what I will say, like knowing those are your three favorite movies and then knowing you personally and the film that you made in undergrad, you really like movies that have a certain style to it, like Almost Famous, Clueless, like very fashion forward, fun music and Life Aquatic, obviously like high production design and value. So you really like movies that are in escape, but also like very like just fashion forward, like a lot of style, very hip. 
Um, because that was what your film was. I my budget on my short film in college on costuming and set design. Yes, and I remember that was, like, one of the main things that you said. Like, when you first started, you're like, I am basing all of this around, like, clothes that I'm buying that I will wear after this. Like, that's all my money is going towards, like, this fur jacket. I found the yellow fur coat is in storage still because I live in California. Uh But um, it's stunning. Bright yellow fake fur coat. Beautiful. Yeah, it was, um, and it was so nice on camera. It looks so good, right? Yeah. My lipstick, every character that I had wore this lipstick color, it's my go-to. Yeah. Uh, For those I that like, can't I see, like Haley that. always wears red lipstick. Yes. Yeah. That's my thing. But I think that's yeah. fun. Like, people think that, like, I mean, I do think, you know, care, like, putting characters first or, like, focusing on story is very important. But I also think it is fun to, like, not that you're not focusing on story or character, but I do think it's fun for your centerpiece to be that style. Like that's the thing that like kind of grabs people. Um, and also yeah. having a good story, obviously. But um, like, I remember your film so well because you had the best like design, like it had style. Thanks. So yeah. That's I also cool. had, like, I love good music in movies. And that's, I had uh, one of my friends like wrote all of my music for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important. And that's, Life Aquatic is one of my favorite. Oh my god! I actually went and saw the um, after David Bowie died. I can't pronounce his name. It's in Portuguese. But the musician who's playing all throughout the movie, he did one tour ever of that soundtrack right after David Bowie died. He played in New Orleans, and it was incredible. It was ridiculous. It was such a hipster event. Like I was surrounded by people in little bit and like looking so trendy and I felt so out of place but um it was so good so that's I think that that's also important and obviously I love a good story like but I I don't know like I so my my short film was comedy but not like it was more like situational like this the whole storyline was just kind of ridiculous then it was like flat out like laughing at jokes immediately I like something clever trying to think of what I've watched recently and it's what I like I already like like Sally Dark said you get an easy like idea of like your taste in film is based on those three alone and like, yeah. I I like the like I would like the fun wholesome it kind of sounds mumblecore a little bit with like a little bit of like wholesome twist you know what is mumblecore oh mumblecore is very like situational okay uh, yeah it's it's fun it's fun I've never heard that word before oh well, okay. We should do a mumblecore episode. That could be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I'm gonna immediately be looking this up after this. <laughs> I know I'm probably like completely wrong in terms of like I'm just saying like mumblecore, and then you're gonna be like, no, that's not what I meant at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, I don't know much about mumblecore either. Nora always talks about it, but it's very like improv. Like the conversation feels very like normal and on the spot as opposed to like okay. written you're, you're down not like, like you said it's not necessarily you're like action driven plot driven and you're just finding a way to like escape and like watch something that's just like beautiful all right that's that's how i feel about Wes anderson's like one of my favorite directors and so when you said like life aquatic i was like my favorite one yes i mean it's not my favorite one but i already like respect it because it's I, not most people's favorite one it's not but i think there's just so many I always forget also, I always forget that it makes me cry. So I'll be like, like showing it to people. Like I, I made my ex-boyfriend watch it. I was like, let's watch this movie. It's one of my favorites. I went halfway through, I'm sitting there sobbing and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I forgot about this. <laughs> That's funny. I know you haven't seen me cry before. I'm really 
I, these days I cry. I've been reading a lot of books at the beach. I've cried both books that I read that arguably aren't that sad. Like, I don't know why I'm crying at these books. Like, I do this thing. <laughs> Sorry, this is like changing the topic. I really love pacing around my house to get my steps in. It's like all I do during quarantine is pace around. But I have taken to pacing around my house and reading at the same time. I look psychotic. I'm like pacing around my house, reading these books and crying. <laughs> it's like, what? My- my go-to opening question on dating apps has become what's the most ridiculous thing you've cried about during quarantine because I've cried about everything including my favorite is when I went I was talking to my mom I was halfway through a conversation with my mom and I started crying and I told her that it was not fair that she got to be quarantined with my dad when I was quarantined without anybody to give me attention which was like so long ago right and you did that the other day Does anyone, what has everyone been watching this week? So last night, I'll just go first. (laughs) Sorry. Last night I watched Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. If you guys have heard about this movie, it came out in 2020. I think it had its debut at Sundance. And it's basically a story about a girl who lives in Pennsylvania who travels to New York City to get an abortion. And I loved it. I watched it last night with Jack, who is a fellow podcaster. We both rented it and, like, Skyped and watched it together, and it was so good. I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. Oh. Yeah. Have you guys heard of that movie? I have heard of it, but I haven't watched it yet. So, just to tell you why I liked it really fast, to anyone listening that's considering watching it, I thought it was really good because it's a very important story. Abortion is healthcare, in case no one, you know, knew that, or if you don't think that, abortion is healthcare. And it's such an important story because there's so many girls like this girl in this story that's like this 17 year old girl who's not ready to be a mom and needs to get an abortion and can't get it in her hometown and needs to travel to go get one. And so it's an important story for that reason because it's a story that needs to be told. Also, I really liked the way it was done because it's pretty quiet. There's not a lot of convert. So she goes with her cousin um, and there's not a lot of conversation between the girls. And so I think a lot of the time when you have two friends together, you expect them to like talk about what's going on and, you know, get emotional and like cry and maybe be like, what am I going to do? And like break down. But these girls like really didn't communicate that much. And so I thought it was nice because it was very quiet. So you're really focusing on just like their expressions and not so much what they're saying, but also because it was almost this like instinctual thing where it's like the cousins, like, I know what's going on. I know how you feel. You don't need to tell me. And like, I'm here to help you. And like, you can lean on me. And so I just thought it was like a really, it was a really good way to show like a supportive relationship where she's like, you don't have to tell me like how you're feeling right now. Like I'm here for you. So um, I just liked the way it was done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I've heard it does have like important conversations and like takes some topics that you have to deal with. And, like, how do you embrace those topics? So, that's an yeah. interesting one. And you had, you had to rent it on Amazon? Yeah, it was only, like, $5. Um, totally worth it. Um, I'll go next if um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I watched, well, so it was the end of Pride Month. So, I figured I might as well, like, 
take advantage of my Criterion channel subscription and watch um, a same-sex love story. And so I went with Weekend, which is a 2011 British romantic drama film. And it has to do, it's a very, it is very mumblecore, kind of going back to that idea. It is very mumblecore because you aren't, like, it's just, it, it, like the title says, it's just a weekend. It's a very simple slice of life of this character named Russell who ends up going to a club and he meets a guy that he spends the night with. And it kind of talks about their story and their relationship in just such a short period of time. It is directed by Andrew High, and he, anyone who doesn't know who he is, he also does directs the HBO show called Looking. And so that's one to, um, that's like who he is. And so it's a good one to check out, I would say, if you have a Criterion channel. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I've heard of Looking. I haven't heard of that movie, though. I watched like the first few episodes. I don't know why I stopped, but it was good. Very good. I also watched the first few episodes, and I just chose not to keep going. Yeah, it's not that I, like, didn't like it. I don't know. I just fell off for some reason. I don't know. There's just so many other shows out there. It's hard to keep track of, like, yeah. what you want. Haley, have you watched anything this week, or do you have anything that you want to recommend that maybe people haven't heard of? Or uh, The only movie I've watched this week was the Atlantis The Lost Empire on Disney. Oh. Uh, the animated Atlantis movie. Why did you choose that? Fun choice. Um, I think I was, like, making flashcards at the time, and I just needed something to watch in the background. Mm-hmm. What uh, were you making flashcards for? <laughs> for studying. Oh. You Wait, are you taking the, um, sorry, I'm, like, pressing, these are pressing questions. Are you taking a, what's it called, the G, GRE? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Fun. If I learn how to do math again, then yes. Yeah. Oh my god, fun. Well, that's exciting. We always recommend Disney+. And speaking of, real quick before we go, last week, Sally Dart thought that Hamilton was already out and is finally coming out this weekend. So by the time this episode releases, Hamilton is probably going to be released. I am still not going to watch it. I don't know if you all are going to watch it. I'm so jealous. I'm not playing flashcards. Haley, have you seen Hamilton? We'll be watching it this weekend. Have you seen it in person? No, you haven't? But you're going to watch it on Disney Plus? I can't afford tickets to that. Uh, I'm just, you know, I might have to ask for y'all's Disney Plus. And I'll watch that and then you can change the password. (laughs) We'll talk. Yeah, we'll be in case. If anyone listening to this, any loyal followers for your loyal host, if you want to send me your Disney Plus... I will watch Hamilton, and then you can change the password. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, we do have to come to an end of our podcast episode. Like always, we're going to drop our app. So, Haley, do you want to go first? Where can people follow you if they're interested? I'm not going to say my Twitter because then I can't share this on any other social media. Uh, My Instagram is Haley Newitt, and it's H-A-Y-L-E-Y-K-N-E-W-I-T, like Haley Newitt. I'm on TikTok. I'm trying to get Ryan Lochte to pay attention to me. That's my current uh, online quest. Yes. Haley Newitt, H-A-Y-L-E-Y-N-E-W-E-T-T. And then I also just recently started a company that's called Somebody Wants You to Wear a Fucking Mask. And it is a way to anonymously send all those people in your life who are kind of a dick and choose not to wear a mask, just to anonymously send them a mask, as well as a little fact sheet with information that basically says you suck, here's some information about COVID and wear your fucking mask. Somebody wants you to wear a mask.com 
is where you can find those. And that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I follow Haley and her company. I've shared a few times on Instagram. So you can find it on there. Yeah, I am. I mean, what can I say? I'm an actress. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, it's a great company. I'm very proud of you. I think it's a great thing that you're doing. And it's funny too. We love a little bit of comedy with a little bit of activism, you know? Andrew, where can people follow you? People can follow me anywhere at AvianHouston15, but especially follow me on Twitter, or at least just stalk my Twitter so you can vote mainly. I mean, you can probably vote on Insta, but try to go on Twitter if you can, and try only to vote once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sally Dar, what about you? People can follow me on Instagram, Sally Dar Griffin, TikTok, Sally Dar Griffin, Twitter, just Sally Dar, the Dar has two R's, Letterbox, Sally Dar, two R's. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Thank you all for joining. Haley, thank you so much for being a guest. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, anytime you want to come back. We're here. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm bored all the time. How often can we do this? <laughs> Every um, night, baby. All right, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.